Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's time to step inside the Octagon with your host, Ike Feldman. Yo, what is up, fight fans? How y'all doing? It is your boy, Isaac Ike Feldman. Hope you guys are doing excellent. Hope you guys have had an excellent weekend jam-packed with high-level fights in Perth, Australia, as well as some boxing. Rolling over into this week, the weather is beautiful in Long Island, Strong Island, New York. Hope you guys are getting outside, whether that's to do yard work. Do it now before poison ivy starts to blossom throughout our neighborhoods and ruin everybody's wrists and inner elbows and the neck. And then you can't sleep and you got poison oil in your sheets. And then you have to hope you guys are doing well. Poison ivy is a couple months away. Pollen sneezy season is a couple months away. In the meantime, my brothers are golfing today. What? It's February 15th, the day after Happy Valentine's Day. And they're golfing. It's, uh, I don't know if global warming is happening. I don't know if it's a every other year, if it's a, if it's a, a cycle of years and we are in the, uh, the warm cycle of years, but 2023, February 15th, it is freaking gorgeous out. And before the sun sets on the East Coast and right after I finish this, I'm about to, I got my work pants ready to go. Thank you for the, uh, the, the Zoom because you guys wouldn't be able to see my pants with dirt and paint all over them. I got a f- nice flashy collar to boast about. Just did a job interview, combat sports related. We'll see how that goes. I will deliver the information, both good, bad, and maybe even motherfucking ugly. But in the meantime, the fights roll on. It was a another excellent weekend of fights. UFC 284 in the UFC, uh, excuse me, in the MMA space. Mario Barrios gets another victory. Climbing the, I believe it's the lightweight rankings in boxing. But another week and another Ike diatribe about one Dana White. The man is still not suspended. He did not travel to Perth. We did not see him wrapping a belt around Islam Makachev. We did not see him wrapping a belt around Yair Rodriguez. The man didn't even know the name of one half of the main event. He said Volkanovsky, and I'll get the clip for next time. Volkanovsky is fighting, you know, him, him, him is dangerous. When it comes to him, nobody's better than him. (laughs) I think it was the Pat McAfee show. It was also on a uh, press conference stage following the the, the fi- last week's fight night or two weekends ago, the fight night, Dana White was at a press conference. He couldn't even remember 
who Alexander Volkanovsky was fighting. He couldn't even remember the number two pound-for-pound fighter in the UFC. And Islam Makhachev, Islam Makachev, Khabib's right-hand man, Khabib's brother, any of those three or four would been would have been acceptable, but Dana White just went with him and the other guy. Unbelievable. If that doesn't tell you that the man is checked out and his mind is in other places and that maybe he's feeling pressure like he hasn't felt before, I don't think it's a being distracted of the power slap league. I think it's directly correlated to what transpired on New Year's Eve where Dana White, the much bigger man, slapped his much smaller wife several times. Yes, she quote-unquote retaliated. Yes, she quote-unquote took a swing back at the man. But as I've said countless times already, what are we, about five, six weeks into 2023, what I've said each and every week, the man knows how to throw a punch. On top of being about 50 to 70 pounds heavier than his wife, the man knows how to throw a punch. The man has been trained to throw a punch. He has trained people how to throw punches. He was supposed to fight Tito Ortiz about a decade ago in a boxing match. And yet he is still the face of the UFC and Dana White has tried to throw John Jones fight announcements. He's tried to throw other big title fight announcements our way. He was able to even close a deal with Conor McGregor and Michael Chandler to be on the ultimate fighter. I think Dana White is selling people to maybe subconsciously, get headlines away from himself because that is his forte to promote, to sell fighters, to negotiate with fighters. And he's fired up. He's motivated, but something seems to be off. And I think we all know what it is. So I will keep harping on the mic. Dana White must be suspended. He still has not received punishment. You know, I I have these little uh, lower thirds, and I update them before every live show. Yes, spoiler alert, those are the topics. But there's one lower third topic which I have not changed, and that is what you're seeing right now. Dana White receives no punishment. I have not changed this for about four weeks since I created it. And I will continue to... It's almost beg for our Emmanuel Endeavor, the UFC, Disney, somebody to step in just to save face of the sport. If I was a major decision maker inside the UFC, I would say it's probably best that you step away from your position right now. Yeah, Do work from home. 
come to the office, go in the back door. But for Dana White to still be pushed in front of the camera, it's it's pretty awkward. It's pretty dumb. Not a good business decision. Not a good business decision. If you're trying to globalize the sport, take over the world, and you're selling us, it's it's the battle of the truest martial artists versus the truest martial artist. But yet the president of the UFC is a scumbag. Uh, okay, uh, you know what? I love the fighters. I will tune in to watch Volkanovsky and Makhachev each and every time they get out there. Okay. When does it get to the point that Dana White is stale, that we can no longer respect the man? As I've said before, one of my most favorite pastimes of being a UFC fan is following the big pay-per-view. You get Dan- you get Dana White in that great mood. He's wearing his, his open-collared shirt. He's wearing a blazer on top, smiling ear to ear, BS, rubbed elbows with, I'm sure, very high people in the given city, whether that's Florida, New York, California, Nevada, whoever he's talking to before the main card, before you see him cage side. Had a couple of drinks in the system. Always love to read the records that he's broken, whether that's gate pay-per-view buys, how they're trending on social media. Dana White, he just, he exudes so much positive energy following a major UFC pay-per-view event. And I very much look forward to those press conferences. You get a very transparent Dana White. You get Dana White in such a great mood that he'll answer each and every one of the questions that the reporters have good, bad, everything in between uh, questions that are repeated questions that are uh, someone kind of being a, a stickler questions that make zero sense. Dana White is in such a good mood following those major pay-per-view events. It used to be appointment television for me, and it is no longer. I know that's a small protest against the UFC and Dana White, but I just, I lost a lot of respect for him. He he should have stepped away. I know if somebody allows you to get away with something, you get away with it, right? Right? Or you actually have morals. And you think better. You think twice. I wish Dana White did that. Moving on to the product, which is the fighters, which deserve a lot more in terms of compensation, respect, promotion, correct name pronunciation, knowing a name. Let's head to UFC 284, the recap. Maybe I'll do some voiceover stuff. The recap. Islam Makhachev put his lightweight title on the line and his pound-for-pound ranking on the line against one 
Alexander, the great Volkanovsky in Volkanovsky's backyard. Now, first and foremost, I do not want to hear anybody talk about home field advantage or home fight advantage. Islam just fought in Abu Dhabi UFC 280 against Charles Oliveira, and he made Dubronx look out of his league. Uh, I'm sure Islam was just in that time zone for maybe a month outside of his fight and got very used to it and just looked absolutely dominant. I don't want to hear that Volkanovski had a superior advantage. I mean, that is literally how Islam won the title. All is fair in love and war. So what did we know going into this fight? Islam Makachev is the strong Dagestani wrestler. Alexander Volkanovsky is the slick in and out with sprinkled in power, striking practitioner. A kickboxer versus a grappler, to put it in layman's terms. And man, oh man, oh man, did Vegas with the betting line at a minus 320, plus 320, the people online, which don't matter, but everybody will refer to them. It's good for fodder. Islam. And also Islan's camp, his manager, his team. Volk saying, you'll see, mate, you'll see, you'll see. That's what I got from him. It was a, it was a snide confidence on the side of Islam. And it was a, don't couch your chickens before they hatch type of confidence from Volk. And boy, oh boy. Did it come together to be one of the better title fights, main event title fights of recent memory? It was excellent. Excellent, excellent. Or just to continue the theme of excellent main event title fights. It was an excellent fight. The card going in was not stacked. Didn't wow you. Didn't blow your ears back. But the performances, especially of the locals, especially of the locals, from Volkanovski, of course, from JDM, Jack Mald, Jack Della Maldalina, Justin Taffa, Jimmy Crute. Just an absolute battle with Alonzo Menofield, Jamie Malarkey. A slew of local fighters that came to fight. And we saw the same whenever the UFC goes to Abu Dhabi or Brazil. You saw the Brazilians put on a phenomenal show at UFC 283 in Brazil. Their first time going back to Brazil in about almost three years. Almost three years. Incredible. And 
Credit to Mike Bond. He posted the the walkout of Volkanovski going to the cage. I come from a London under. Yeah. What is it? I don't know the word. I come from a London under. That's right. One, those are the only words I know. Two, those are the best words in the song. It was excellent to see the, the video of the crowd as Volk did his pouncing around the cage, marking his territory. is beautiful. But Islam did not care about a land down under. Didn't care about the home crowd. Didn't care about Alexander Volkanovsky's number one pound-for-pound ranking. And that almost was his undoing. But the man came out, showed very strong, not elite, but very strong striking, very strong counters. And of course, strong grappling to get the Volks back. No, he was not able to finish Volk. No, he was not able to accumulate great damage from those advantageous positions. Body triangle, taking the back. Volk pushed up against the fence. No, he didn't have a sweeping performance that was dominant. No, but he won fair and square. But what Hawani said, and what I will say now, is that Volk left that fight with more respect than Islam. Maybe because of the optics, it is the much bigger man facing the much smaller man. And Volk not only survived, but had an excellent showing. And earned the respect of Islam. And everybody who watched that fight, and thank goodness, retained his number one pound-for-pound ranking. Thank goodness. If you guys missed the action, go to ESPN+, Plus. download the fight, pay the $150 it is to watch. Two and a half hours of content. Man, I don't even know if I would pay 80 bucks to go watch Justice League, unreleased Justice League 2 in Zack Snyder's house. Sit next to the director, put on a movie in which nobody in the public in the world has seen. I don't know if I would pay 80 bucks for that. And they want us to shell up. $80, 13 times a year. On top of the ESPN Plus or Disney Bundle subscription. Even on top if you are a UFC Fight Pass fan. Not so. Not so, not so. Can you give us six included pay-per-views? That'd be nice. At least we will get to see... Conor McGregor and Michael Chandler go at it on this summer's Ultimate Fighter. And I've been an OG when it comes to Ultimate Fighter. I'm not going to 
bang this girl, leave, and then forget about her, and then come back a couple years later and say, so what's happening? I'm back. I'm back. No. I've stuck through the tough times. T-U-F times. Good, bad, and everything in between. And we made it, baby. It is red panty night for the Ultimate Fighter. We get to see Conor McGregor. I think it's 12 episodes each season on ESPN. On top of being on ESPN Plus, it will be aired every single Tuesday night on ESPN. Woo! That is a win for fight fans, mixed martial arts fans, UFC fans. And another feather in the cap for one Conor McGregor to elevate the amount of viewership this sport receives. So feather in the cap, respect given, YW, Mr. Conor McGregor, YW. I can give respect, all right? It's not all venom that I'm spitting at these people at the top. I can give respect as well. Not everything McGregor is doing is a snake pit. I can see the forest from the trees. Moving on into the boxing world. Jose freaking Aldo returned a few days ago to get that tally written in the W column in his boxing record. He is now 1-0 in boxing. Credit to him. 1-N-O. Good job. Fought in Brazil, I'm pretty sure. Argentina, somewhere in South America. And now, I think he's going to fight April 1st in Milwaukee versus Jeremy Stevenson. Oh, there may be a contract being ripped up because one Floyd Mayweather may have the first dibs at Jose Aldo. And Jose Aldo's like, yeah, dude, I, I, you know, I don't even like Jeremy. I beat him in MMA already. I don't need to fight him again. And he goes, yeah, Floyd, I, I'm a big fan of you, man. I, I think what you did to Connor was actually extremely admirable. I, I think everything you do is admirable. I'm ready to get this fight. Uh, I will try to rip your head off. I am Jose Aldo. I, I, I come to uh, dominate. But let's get this. let's get this fight going. I love it. I freaking love it. Jose Aldo versus Floyd Mayweather. Can Jose Aldo be the one? If Jose Aldo knocks down, knocks out, or beats Floyd Mayweather, do something that Conor McGregor could not do, I think Jose Aldo moves past Conor McGregor on the all-time pound-for-pound list, just man-to-man, fighter-to-fighter. I think Jose Aldo moves past Conor McGregor in the all-time pound-for-pound fighter list. Woo! What a freaking take. Yes. That's a good take. 
and I'm pumped for this fight. I don't know any details, nothing. I just saw, I think, MMA Media on Twitter. They put something out about this, showed a nice little uh, thumbnail, nice little picture to go along with it. Uh, excuse me, a caption, nice little thumbnail. I'm sold. Give me Jose Jr. Aldo versus Floyd freaking Mayweather. I love it. Wait, are they both juniors? Maybe. I'll look that up for next time. But woo! Similar weights, though Jose Aldo made it, the cut down to 35. We know that Floyd is familiar with competing at 147. I think that will give Jose Aldo a lot of comfort in the weight cardio. Hopefully he doesn't let off the gas in terms of his strength and conditioning leading into the fight. You hope that this is the best shape that he gets in. He doesn't have to grapple, doesn't have to do jujitsu, wrestling, takedown defense as if he was preparing for a mixed martial arts fight. You hope that Jose Aldo comes in fresh, strong, ready to put the mitts on Floyd Mayweather. Again, if Jose Aldo can be the one to beat Floyd Mayweather, the first person ever, and not Conor McGregor, Jose Aldo moves up the all-time pound-for-pound list. Do you agree? Do you agree? Let me know. At Iktagon everywhere, I-K-E-T-A-G-O-N, or 646-820-9848. Your boy wants to know. Your boy wants to know. What I want to know is what the hell's going on with Tank Davis? There is a rumor that Tank Davis was in a wheelchair at Super Bowl. He sprained his ankle, but then he put out some counter video to show that he's he's just all right. Everything's okay. We see that we're at the one yard line of getting this fight done. Ryan Garcia versus Tank. Does it happen? I mean, I can't wait to give you guys the extreme skill breakdown from the mind of Ike. Ryan Garcia's lovely speed against Tank Davis's ferocious power and presence, ring generalship. Can Kid Lightning, that's Ryan Garcia, he's very fast. He could be the Flash. Versus Tank Abbott Davis. I think everybody would love to see it. I think it's the top five biggest fight of 2023. Fury, Usyk, McGregor, Chandler, Floyd Mayweather, Jose Aldo, Spence Crawford. Oh, almost sneezed. I talked about the pollen season being a couple of months away. It's here. It's here. Retreat. Retreat. <laughs> yeah, I want this fight to be signed. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Let's get to the fight date. One of the biggest fights of 2023. No doubt about it. John Jones, of course. I think those are the uh, the top five fights. Jake Paul as well. Man, it is an excellent time. A blessed time to be a combat sports fan 
extremely lucky to do what I do, to done what I've done, to continue to do what I do for you guys. I love and appreciate everything you guys do for me. Again, real quick in the boxing, Mario Barrios, excellent performance back in the win column. Bounce back from the Tank Davis loss a few ago. He is feeling good, ready to continue to climb the lightweight rankings. Jessica Andrade is filling in for one. Tatiana swore. Oh, my gosh. Santos. Tatiana Suarez making a comeback for the first time in three years. The women's Khabib, as many pundits have put it. But Jessica Andrade stepping in on late notice following the UFC 283 dominating win over Lauren Murphy. Just a three-round beatdown. Jessica Andrade is right back in there. About three about three weeks following that fight against Aaron Blanchfield, New Jersey's own Aaron Blanchfield, who is a 23-year-old jiu-jitsu phenom. She fought locally for aggressive combat championships. She's just a freaking python on the floor, a crocodile. She gets a hold of you, spins you. She doesn't let go of you. The fight is most likely over. We saw what she did at UFC 281 against Molly Meatball McCann. Just absolute dominance. Anytime a fighter is in the crucifix position, credit has to go to the other fighter for putting them there. And Aaron Blanchfield, like I said, just an absolute phenom. A killer on the mats. She gets a big test, but I think she will get it done. I think people underestimate the letdown of a major fight and a major win which is Jessica Andrade. Two weeks may not sound like a lot. Yeah, Andrade is in the best shape of her life two or three weeks ago. But you would be surprised or not surprised if you saw Aljamain Sterling on social media or saw Patty Pimlet on social media and how fast they can just throw out that eight to 12 weeks of work and how fast they could throw on eight, to 20 to 40 pounds of disgustingness, sugar, uh, saturated fats. Oh, pour some sugar on me. That's exactly what is playing in Sterling and Pimlet's head as they get their hand raised for victory. <laughs> 150%. So my point is, put the money on Blanchfield. No doubt about it. And then you will see Tatiana Suarez, who is on the undercard for this upcoming fight. Just make that fight happen. The Ortega-Khabib fight, which we never got. The Ferguson-Khabib fight, which we never got. You now have Blanchfield and Suarez. 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 That's the fight I want to see. That's the fight I want to see. Wrestling, jiu-jitsu at its highest level. Let's make it happen. Also, cannot forget, lest we forget, Nas Sadikov of Law MMA, Brooklyn's own, 
the man returns this weekend on the prelims, the undercard, after a dominating win this past August for Dana White's Contender Series, Nas is ready to get it done now on the big stage. His official UFC debut, Nas is a class act, a great person to be around, and just an absolute marauder in the training room. So, much credit to the Law MMA team to keeping it going. It's just, I'm excited for that. I know I, I mentioned it last, but very pumped for that fight. Very, very pumped for that fight. I love you guys. As always, get connected at Iktagon. The followers are growing now that I'm focusing on it more on Instagram, on Twitter. Got to get the Facebook involved. Or you can get involved. 646-820-9848. I'm ready to play your calls, your voicemails. Let me have it. Because I can take it. I love you guys. Let me know what you're watching. I need to start to watch more stuff non-combat sports related. I love you all. Stay cool, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.